Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for June 22, 2011. I'm Mark Phelan, auto critic from the Detroit Free Press, and coming up next week, one of your draft analysts on the After Hours Automotive Draft. But more on that later. Right now, let's get to the news. At a safety and technology briefing in Dearborn yesterday, Ford announced it's tweaking the software behind its Sync and MyFord Touch systems. According to the Detroit Free Press, the best newspaper around, I might add, the automaker is addressing customer complaints that these technologies are hard to use. What's strange in all this is that the company is actually admitting a fault. It's a rare day when corporations do that. Mark Fields, Ford's President of the Americas, said internal quality evaluations showed some issues with the systems. He said they're working to address the problems quickly. It'll be interesting to see if Ford takes a hit on the latest J.D. Power initial quality study, which is due out tomorrow. Last year, Ford was the highest-rated non-luxury brand in the survey. Ethanol is the drama queen of the fuel industry, and it's in trouble again. The Detroit News reports the Environmental Protection Agency is proposing another reduction in the use of cellulosic ethanol. Back in 2007, the, the U.S. enacted a law requiring 500 million gallons of alcohol end up in gas tanks in 2012. Now it's suggesting no more than 12.9 million gallons of the stuff get burned. It blames market availability for the cutback. This is the third straight year the EPA has slashed its cellulosic ethanol requirements. By 2013, America was supposed to consume 1 billion gallons of the fuel, but this goal will certainly get scaled back as well. Remember Pontiac and Saturn? Of course you do. Millions of people still drive these vehicles today, even though GM sent them off to the big parking lot in the sky when it went through bankruptcy in 2009. In a bit of bad news for the company, two-thirds of Pontiac owners and three-quarters of Saturn drivers are defecting to other automakers when it's time to buy a new car. According to the Detroit News, Chevrolet is a top choice for these abandoned customers, but Honda, Toyota, and Nissan are popular as well. In March of last year, GM started offering Pontiac and Saturn owners a $1,000 incentive to stay with the company, a deal that's still in place today, but apparently not doing as much as executives had hoped. Most major car companies are making huge investments in emerging markets like India and China, but Daimler CEO Dieter Zetsche warns of mounting risks in these countries. According to Reuters, inflation in China could put the brakes on growth. Sales in the country this year have been slowing down, but Zetsche says the company's business is diverse enough to balance the volatility in emerging markets. But it's not just those markets Zetsche is worried about. According to the Wall Street Journal, he says slow economic recovery in the U.S. could hurt the auto industry's growth this year. He also says the debt crisis in Europe is a threat and that it's necessary to preserve and strengthen the euro. California's auto market is dominated by import brands, but over the last year, Detroit's automakers have been gaining share in the state. According to the Los Angeles Times, California buyers are turning to the Detroit automakers because their newest crop of small cars and SUVs are competitive with their Asian rivals. 
Last year, the Chevy Cobalt only accounted for 1% of sales in California, but its replacement, the Cruze, has boosted sales to just over 3% of the market. Ford's retail sales jumped 37% the first four months of the year, and the company's overall market share in the state is the highest it's been since 2002. Japanese automakers, on the other hand, have seen their market share fall nearly a full percentage point in the last year. Mayors across the United States recently voiced their support for red light cameras in order to reduce traffic incidents. According to the Detroit News, the mayors say the cameras reduce red light running and speeding through traffic lights. A recent study from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety found that red light cameras do help reduce fatal crashes because people are more cautious if they know a camera is around. But many argue that this is just a way for the government to raise revenue and there have been several challenges in court to stop their use. So what do you think? Are cameras a good safety technology or do they represent too much government intrusion? Now don't go away because coming right up is an Autoline Daily exclusive about next week's After Hours Automotive Draft. Stay tuned. Reducing exhaust emissions, aerified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability, DowAerify.com. As I mentioned in the open, I'll be one of the After Hours Draft Analysts, along with some guy named Scott Burgess. Just kidding. As many of you know, he's the auto critic from the Detroit News, who will in fact be sitting in here for John tomorrow. Anyway, Scott and I will be equipped with our own executive power rankings as we watch with all of you, with you to see who John, Peter, Jim, and Ed draft. And then we'll tell you what we think. It should be fun. Anyway, you can't have a draft without an order. Who chooses first, second? You know what I mean. So to keep it unbiased and fair, we asked the panelists and a guest on a recent auto line to help us with the process. So we recorded it and we thought we'd premiere it here today on Autoline Daily. Check it out. Welcome to the first round of the Automotive Fantasy Draft, which we'll be doing on Autoline After Hours. But to pick who's going to be in this draft, we're about to tape an Autoline Detroit, and we've got Tom Murphy from Ward's Auto World, Michelle Krebs from Edmunds.com, and Peter Marks, the chairman, president, and CEO of Bosch for North and South America. They're going to help us do this first one. So, Tom, announce who, which ones you're dropping into the hat here. I have John McElroy from Dimaxion Motors. That's that's me. That's my car company. What else do you have there? I also have Peter DiLorenzo from Renzo Motors. All right. There's two of them. Michelle? And I have Jim Hall from Automobiles Bestango. <laughs> that's Jim's company. <laughs> and Ed Lapham from DeWard Auto Group. There we go. So, Peter, I'm going to ask you to, to pick a name out of the hat and announce who is going first in the draft. It's John McElroy. Oh, yeah. no. Everyone's going to think this is a fix. That's great. Okay. Uh, no, let's put this down. Now pick out another. Who's next? Next will be Peter D. Lorenzo. All right. They, they, the fix is in for sure. And third, Ed Lapham. Ed Lapham. And that leaves? Jim Hall. Jim Hall, last. Well, there you go, folks. You know all about how this draft is going to proceed now. If you'd like to learn more, go to our website or tune in next week for AutoLine After Hours. Wow. Do you think that was fixed? 
<laughs> well, the Autoline staff swears it wasn't. So the order of round one is McElroy and Dymaxion Motors choosing first, followed by DiLorenzo and Renzo Motors, with Ed Latham's DeWard Auto Group third, and Jim Hall's Bistango last. But remember, each round will be reversed, so Hall will pick first in, in round two, followed by Lapham, DiLorenzo, and McElroy. So that's the first annual Autoline After Hours Automotive Draft next Thursday, June 30th at 7 p.m., though you might want to tune in early. You never know what may happen. That's it for today. I'm Mark Phelan, auto critic of the Detroit Free Press. We'll see you next week at the After Hours Draft. Take care.